Health Canada says it's going to review a declaration by uh, government experts in the United States who say a key ingredient in over-the-counter cold and allergy medications also available in this country does not work to get rid of nasal and sinus congestion. Advisors to the United States Food and Drug Administration voted unanimously last week against the effectiveness of the ingredient found in medications such as Sudafed and Dayquil. Now, Health Canada said uh, last Friday that following review, it will take any necessary action to ensure Canadians have access to safe and effective products. Considering we are going into cold and flu season, Thought we should talk about this. Dr. Michael Readers, a professor with the Department of Pediatrics, uh, Physiology and Pharmacology and Medicine at the uh, Schulich School of Medicine and Dentistry, and joins us now. I uh, appreciate the time today. Good morning. So this conclusion maybe was a surprise to maybe uh, to many, but maybe not you, because I know this is something you've studied already, right? That's right. Back in 2011, we published a statement to the Canadian Pediatric Society basically saying that the over-the-counter decongestants for children were ineffective and uh, recommended avoiding using them. So that's 2011. We're now in 2023. Uh, I mean, I mean, has, has anything changed then, since then? Or what's, you know, it's, it's uh, quite, quite the gap. It is. Well, uh, the one thing that has changed is that in the, in the U.S., pseudo, so this, the, what they're talking about is phenylephrine, which is the ingredient they're talking about. Pseudofedrin, which is what used to be in the medications, was, was been largely taken off the market and taken behind the counter because it was used for illicit drug production. And a lot of drug companies replaced it with phenylephrin. And phenylephrin, pharmacologically, is, is unlikely to work, not because it doesn't work on blood vessels, because, because of the way it's given. So, so uh, sorry. So, the, so the, the, we're talking about oral medications. So the way, the way that decongestants work is they shrink blood vessels and make them smaller. Um, and if you give, give, give phenylephrine in a nasal spray, does that work? Probably, yes. But the over-the-counter medication can by mouth. You take it by mouth, you swallow it, it goes through your stomach and the intestine, you absorb it into the, through your intestine, goes through your liver, through your heart, up to the, your nose. By the time that happens, there's so little of the drug left, it's not going to produce an effect. So it's not surprising. And also the clinical trials have not shown it works. I guess the question that comes to mind then is why is it on the market if we have questions about whether or not it works and it appears it doesn't? Well, partially because it's ancient. I mean, it first came, it first was used, I think, in 1939. So it's been around for an awfully long time. So it, like many other drugs, were grandfathered in before our current standards for safety and efficacy came into place. So it's, uh, in most places in the world, it's, it's hard to get a drug on the market, but it's even harder to get it off. So... Once it's on the market, especially an old drug like that, there's not much provision to actually go back and look at it. Also, it's an over-the-counter medication. So Health Canada and FDA have all kinds of ways to look at prescription medications, but the, re- the requirements for over-the-counter medications are not quite as stringent. So if this is a prescription medication, it's very likely that the FDA and Health Canada would have noticed this a long time ago, but there's not the same scrutiny on over-the-counter medications. Would you expect that Health Canada is going to come to the same conclusion that uh, the Americans have? Well, almost certainly, yes. Do you think we could lead to that? We could see it removed from store shelves if it's really not uh, being effective. Well, I think it's it's possible. I mean, it's it's quite a step to take a drug off the market, as you said. But the issue gets into the issue issue of benefit risk. 
So there's no such thing as a risk-free medication. So when you take a medication, you always weigh the benefit versus the risk. So for example, if I take this chemotherapy and my hair will fall out, I'll be risk for infection, but it'll cure my cancer. So you know what? I'll take it. But the risk is, even though the risk of phenylephrine is very small, it's not zero because phenylephrine is a very safe drug, but it's not completely risk-free. So having no benefit means that actually no level of risk is acceptable. So it's likely that Health Canada will follow the same lead. Uh, will it take their drugs off the market? That's a good question. It may well. And part of the issue both Health Canada and the FDA, which are both great agencies, is that they have um, limited resources. And so they tend to concentrate on high-priority issues. So the question is, why well, hasn't it been noticed for years? And in part, it's because everything else has been happening. I mean, there's a lot of other things happening. For instance, during COVID, um, a lot of resources got direct, direct, directed towards COVID, et cetera. So it becomes a question of where you, you know, where do you direct your resources towards? But now that this is out, out in the public forum, I suspect Health Canada will come up with conclusions very similar. And um, whether drugs in the market or not is a good question, but certainly... In, in our impression, you know, at least, and, and I spoke for pediatrics, but the same, likely true for adults, this medication is not going to help you any at all. And so it's, it's got a small risk. It costs money, so wouldn't recommend using it. What would you recommend people do if they do have a nasal or sinus congestion? Well, there's a couple options. I mean, um, first, first, you know, just old-fashioned stuff like making sure you're well hydrated, making sure you take things like Tylenol or Advil, Tymenophen, ibuprofen if you have aches and fevers. Uh, if your congestion is, is really bothering you, the only the thing that's most likely to work is a nasal spray for adults. So if you're you know, a person with a really drippy nose and nasal spray, if the drippy nose is causing a cough, because uh, some people do, do get the, this uh, cough related to a drippy nose, then so sometimes a, a teaspoon of honey twice a day probably works as, as well as anything else. There's some interesting work for uh, Ian Paul, who's a very brilliant guy down at University of Pennsylvania, or Penn State rather, demonstrating that a, uh, a teaspoon of honey is as effective as most cough, almost all cough medications, probably because the honey actually suppresses the cough, cough reflexes. High sugar, high sugar does that to our cough, our cough receptors. That's really interesting. That's, that's, that's interesting. Is there, are there any other medications do you think maybe we should be looking at in terms of their effectiveness? Well, I mean, the, generally the cough and cold preparations, you know, I, I think a lot of the older medications that are out, um, do need to be thought about. You know, do they work? Are they safe? Safety likely there, but eff- efficacy is problematic. So, I mean, we, we really did recommend back in 2011 that for kids, pretty much all the cough and cough preparations that are out are not helpful. And, you know, if you look at the cough, the cough medications, there many of the, the counter-cough medications have minimal, minimal effectiveness, if any, in kids, not much shown in adults. So I think, you have to, I think even though people want to feel better when they get a cough and a cold, you have to be a bit, a bit skeptical. Part of it as well is just the old-fashioned, you know, waiting to get better. You know, my, I have a son who's a surgeon, and his favorite patients are people who are alive in World War II because he said they're tough, they do what they're told, they suck it up. And if you say it's going to take four days to get better, they wait four days. So I think part of our problem is, you know, we want to get better right away. So whether it's getting immortality through a teaspoon of olive oil or taking a magic pill, we expect immediate relief, and sometimes... It just doesn't happen. So part of it is sucking it up, which is, a, is a, not a message people want to hear. But I think really, you know, take it easy, take some, take take medicine for aches and pains, make sure you're well hydrated, teaspoon of honey, 
if it's really bugging your nasal spray, and that's probably about the best we can do. Sometimes the messages you don't want to hear are the ones you should. Uh, Dr. Reeder, I really appreciate the time today. Thank you very much. Well, thank you very much, and you have a good day. You as well. That's Dr. Michael Reeder, a professor uh, with the Department of Pediatrics, uh, uh, Physiology, and Pharmacology over at uh, Western.